and forever. The Bible tells us that we have exceeding precious promises from God that I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. So no matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, He's still there. He's as close as the mention of His name. Amen. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. And see such wonderful faces. Amen. That we haven't seen in a while. Brenda and Dennis. And amen. And chat. Amen. It's good to see you guys. God is awesome. Amen. And His protective hand is always good. Amen. To carry us and bring us. Amen. And so, so wonderful, God. And as my wife say, Brother DeMuth say, we cease not to pray for you continually, daily. Amen. 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 So we love you. And thank you so much for honoring us for our anniversary. Amen. It was good. I told my wife, maybe next year we'll go to Peru. <laughs> so who knows? Amen. To the book of Job this morning, chapter 6. The book of Job, chapter 6 this morning. Verses 11 through verse 13. Let me encourage you to be here at 9.30 for our discipleship course. Man, Brother Miller has been knocking the ball, cover off the ball, man. <laughs> He's been having home runs every Sunday morning, amen, teaching and uh, talking about putting life back together and putting life back in perspective, amen. If you think your life is messed up, let me encourage you to be here at 9.30 on Sunday morning and 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 part of the discipleship course that he's been teaching us, amen, about putting life back into perspective. And then let me encourage you on Wednesday night, if you can make it for our midweek Bible study time, we've been talking about Christian soldiers, being a Christian soldiers in our homes and our lives, amen. And so we have really been, uh, I feel, teaching some good lessons and if you miss it because you have to work or whatever, you can go out to the website, CAC Lacrosse. And go to the podcast, and you can listen to it on dot org, caclacrosse.org, and you can listen on the podcast as well when you're driving down the road in your car or whatever. Amen. And so, amen. So, uh, let me encourage you: hide the word of God in your heart. That's what it's all about. Amen. Job chapter six this morning, verse eleven. What is my strength that I should hope? And what is my end that I should prolong my life? Is my strength the strength of the stones? Or is my flesh as brass? Is not my help in me? And is wisdom driven quite from me? Amen. And I want to talk to you today from this thought. My help is in me. My help is in me. Pray with me one more time. Father, we thank you again today, God, for your grace, your mercy, your love, your kindness, and all that you do for us, Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, God, stay with us. Let us not leave the way that we came. God, we know that you're the God on the mountain and in the valley, and I know you're God right in this place this morning, God, and I'm asking you to touch us and lead us and guide us and direct us, Lord, that when this day is closed, God, we will know that we have felt your presence and You have brought us to that place that you desire of each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you again today. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. Amen. My help is in me. Amen. The book of Job, as you read your Bible, you will find that it is most one of the most encouraging books in the Bible. Some say that the book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible, even though it's positioned somewhere in the middle of the Bible. Amen. They say that the book of Job is the oldest book there is. Amen. It tells us about a man who is upright and one that feared God and one that went about to do the right things. It talks about Job as a man of strong integrity. Amen. It tells us that he was a man of faith. Even James, uh, when you write the New Testament, James, read the New Testament, James began to tell us, asked us, have we considered in, uh, the faith and the patience of Job? So we see that Job's lifespan touched many lives and many others, and even today Job's life uh, it reveals and touches you and I. Amen. It tells us about a man, uh, how good things and how bad things can happen to anybody. Amen. And it lets us know that bad things do happen to good people. Amen. And it teaches us that if we stay strong in the faith, that God will reward us twice in the latter than it does in the former. As, as you look at John chapter 2, you begin to see that that Jesus uh, turned the water into wine, which is an indicator that he has kept the best for last. Amen. And God has something for you and I. But as we flip the page today and we begin to look at Job's life here in the sixth chapter, Job began to question. He says, what is my strength that, that I should hope? Uh, hitherto, Job Job is born to trials uh, uh, without apprehension, and that Job is starting to question his consistency. He's wondering, will he be able to hold on to the hope that is set before him? Uh, will his confidence in God last? Uh, he's questioning these things, uh, and his years seems to apprehend the consistency that it might fail. Job is beginning to wonder if it's going to fail him, and he therefore wished before he dishonors God, when you look at it, he said, let me die. See, Job don't want to dishonor God because he knows that God has been so good to him, and he knows that everything that he has that has been given to him by God, and he has talked about God, and he's aided others, and he's helped others, uh, but now this melody is upon him, and he's concerned now that his consistency and his hope in God will not last. And so he seems to question if, 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 if he, he could just die and if he could just bring it to an end that he wouldn't dishonor God. And so he asks, well, what is strength uh, uh, in my hope uh, that can it sustain these trials uh, and this much long suffering that I'm going through? He says, what is the length of my strength and how long will it last? Is there a limit uh, to it? 
what end is there to this misery that I'm going through and this thing I'm suffering? He's, he's questioning, is there an end to this? Uh, how distant and how far away is it down the road? Uh, how distant is my end and how long have I to live? Wouldn't it be neat if we have the answers to those kind of questions? Amen. These are questions that some of us, all of us, uh, at one time or another begin to cast out uh, and we begin to wonder. He says, that, what is my end? The end means here, what is the end of my strength? Or uh, uh, that he had not such fortitude that he could hold on. Uh, you know, we can start out bearing our trials, but if that end don't hurry up and get there, we begin to complain uh, and we begin to be concerned. Is it going to run out? How long can I handle this? Before I break down. He says, what is the end of my life that prolong my life? He's saying, how long is my patience? Can, can my patience put up with this? Even Jesus says, in your patience, possess ye your soul. But can I hold on is, is, is what Job is trying to, to show us. Can I, can I, do I have the fortitude? Do I, do I have the strength in these souls and these trials and these misery to endure? Amen. Well, what is my life? How long is my life a, a prolonged? God came to give me life and that more abundantly, but here I am in this melody now and how long is my life, uh, my spirit, my soul, uh, my mind, my well-being, uh, can it handle this? He begins to question this and, and he says here in his hope, could, could it, can it hang on? Uh, can I bear these trials? Can I bear these complaints? Uh, all these things and Job don't want to dishonor God and so he has a request, let, let, let me be destroyed. You know, sometimes pain and suffering can make us get our minds way out there in left field, doesn't it? And cause us to lose focus. That's why Jesus said the thief came not but for the steal, to kill, and destroy. And so if Satan can get your mind off God and begin to, to cause you to look elsewhere and focus on yourself uh, instead of God, he can try to destroy you. Amen. So Job is better for me if I just died and left. How is this affecting my soul? And how is is this affecting my spirituality? He's beginning to question that our trials is going to push us under. Amen. And so it would be better if we just died. Job began to question. He says, is, is my strength as, 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 as a stone? Is it, is it really solid? Uh, is it really firm? Is, is my flesh like brass? Is it, is it gonna keep shining bright? Uh, that God called me to be a light. He said, is it still gonna be bright and shining and polished? Uh, or is it gonna tarnish uh, and be? Is my continence gonna fall? Uh, am I gonna give in? Uh, am I gonna start crying? Uh, 
Am I going to start weeping? Am I going to throw up my hands and quit? Amen. Am I going to start pouting? Am I going to stop moping and mourning? Amen. Because I'm going through this. And this is what Job says. He says, but let's roll back the clock. It's what Job is saying when you read the book of Job. Because his melodies is hitting him so hard. He says, let's roll back the clock. When somebody said there was going to be a male child born and let it be a premature birth uh, that I die before I am ever born. He says, or if that don't work, then dry up my mother's breast uh, so that she don't have milk uh, to give me, amen, and let me die that way. Or he says, roll it back a little bit further and, and don't let her legs be able to be uncrossed uh, and, and that I can come out, but let me die that way. You see, pain and suffering and these unexpectedness cause you to wonder and say things that you really don't know what you're saying here. So Job is in much melody and pain in his suffering. Amen. And he's questioning all these things. But the writer of Hebrews began to tell and encourage you and I. But beloved, I am persuaded of better things of you. Things that accompany salvation. Though we thus speak, for God is not unfaithful to forget your work and labor of love, which you shall sow to his name, and that you have ministered to the saints uh, and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence uh, to the full assurance of the hope uh, that is set before us. Uh, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who to patience and comfort and carry the promise. Uh, for when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, said, Surely, blessing, I will bless you and multiply it. I will multiply you. And so after he patiently endured, he received the promise. For man verily swear by the greater and an oath of confirmation is the end to all strife. But God more willingly to show him to the mutability of his counsel, confirmed him by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have laid hold of the refuge of the hope that is set before us, which hope we have as an anchor, both sure and steadfast and immovable. Even Jesus made a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. So he says, let's roll the clock back. Job says, it is not time, amen, to throw in the tower. It is not time to quit. Now is the time when you're going through these melodies to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is here. Amen. Seek him right now. Amen. The Bible says in the book of the Hebrews chapter 2 that he didn't take on the nation of nature of angels, but he took on the nature of the seed of Abraham. And that he himself have suffered temptation. He is now able to secure or to help
help you and I when we're tempted. Come unto me, all ye that are weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. So when it seems you just can't hold out and doing your melodies and all these sicknesses and all these illnesses and diseases and pains and disorders and conditions, just look unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne throne of God. For can I say to him, which endures such contradiction of sinners, yes, you be worried and faint in your own mind. But Peter tell us, whereby are given unto you exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask or think according to the power which worketh in us. What are these promises from God? Isaiah forty twenty eight. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the end of the earth, Faineth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He give power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young man shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 41, 9. Thou, whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servants. I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Isaiah 43, 2. For I know, amen, when you pass through the water, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walk through the fire, thou shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame Kindle upon thee, for I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Yes! Hallelujah! For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil. To give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me. And you shall go and pray 
unto me and I will hearken unto you and you shall seek me and find me where you shall search for me with all your heart because my grace is sufficient for ye for my strength is made perfect in thy weakness there is no weapon formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that rise against you and judgment you shall condemn for this is the heritage of the children of the God and when the enemy shall come in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them behold I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you so let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have for he have said I will never leave thee nor forsake thee and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not neither nerve him but you know him for he dwell in you but the comforter which is the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name he shall teach you all things and brings all things to your memories whatsoever things I have said to you because my help is in me praise God it's in me praise God what is my strength it's here there's something about the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And when the, he had demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God shall come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God comes with not observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there. Behold, the kingdom of God is inside of you. Paul says, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, as you suppose, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. My help is in me. God is my refuge. And God is my strength. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. Though the earth be moved, and though the mountain be carried into the midst of the stream, see, there is a river that shall make glad the cities of God, the tabernacle of the Most High. The Lord is in the midst of her, and He will help her. And that right early, wait upon the Lord. Be of good courage, and He'll strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Thou hast thrust me so at me that I might fall, but the Lord help me. The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord do it valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord do it valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Uh, open to me the gates of the Lord, uh, and I will go 
in and praise the Lord. The gates that the righteous shall enter. The stone which the builders rejected. He has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. Because my help is in me. Amen. There's no reason to be sad. Your help is in you. There's no reason to be lonely. Your help is in you. There's no reason to be weak. Your help is in you. There's no reason to be depressed. Your help is in you. There's no reason to be fearful. Your help is in you. There's no reason to be without hope. Your help is in you. There's no reason to be discouraged. Your help is in you. As Paul told Timothy, stop the gift is in you. He's giving you love and he's giving you a sound mind. Puts it this way in Isaiah 61, 1 and 3. The Spirit of Lord God is upon me because He's anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim liberty to the captives in the opening of the prisons, to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the days of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to point at them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garments of praise for the spirits of of heaviness that he might be trees of righteousness, the planet of the Lord, that he might be glorified. You see, God knew that we we're going to go through some maladies in our lives. So he said, let me put a cloak on them called praise. Because whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him they order his conversation, right? Well, I show the salvation of God because my help is in me. The Lord is is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. Their hosts encamp against me. And this my heart will not fear. No war rise against me. And this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord. And that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple for in the times of trouble He will hide me in His pavilion and the secret of His tabernacle He shall set me on a rock and my head will be high about my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer this tabernacle the sacrifices of joy I will sing Yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear me when I cry with my voice. Have mercy and forsake me not. When thou say, Seek ye my face, my heart says, Thy face, Lord, will I seek after. Hide not that face from me, nor put thy servant away in anger. For thou hast been my help. Leave me not, nor forsake me.
me, O God, of my salvation. Deliver me not over to the will of my head, but for many has risen up against me, and they that breathe not cruelty. I had fainted, except I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. Wait upon the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. Surely He will deliver thee from the snares of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He will cover thee with His feathers and under His wing you shall trust. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. Amen. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall come nigh thee. Only with your own eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, the habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, and neither shall the plagues come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands unless you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder, upon the young lion and dragon. You shall trample under feet because you have set your love upon him. Therefore, when I deliver him and make known to him my salvation. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. He will not suffer me to be moved. He that keepeth me will not slumber. He that keepeth Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will preserve you. He will preserve your going out and your coming in from this day forward and forevermore. Why? Because I will not fear what man can do to me. My help is my eyes into the hills. He's a God on the mountain. Things goes wrong. He'll make it right. I don't know about you, but I got melodies coming into my life. There's something keep telling me to go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and praise. Go ahead and worship. Go ahead and run. Go ahead and leap. There's something inside of me that keeps telling me to go ahead. Praise God. Hallelujah. My help is inside of me. I will not fear. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I got too many exceeding precious promises inside of this book. Amen. For me to throw in the towel and quit. Hallelujah. I just keep praising all the way through. My help is inside of me. Praise God. In Judges chapter 16, you know, Samson, amen, had did all kinds of things and he had his hair cut off and he lost all his strength and 
they put out his eyes and make him like an ox and made him tread out corn and they sported him, made him, had all kinds of fun with Samson. But in the end, when it was all over, the Bible says in Judges 16, 26, and Samson said unto the lad, <laughs> excuse me, that held him by the hand, Suffer me that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. Now the house was full of men and women, and all the lords of the Philistines were there. And there were upon the roof about three thousand men and women that beheld while Samson made sport. They were just laughing at Samson, having fun. Our enemy is gone. Look at him now. You know. See, that's what the devil likes to do to you when you're going through a melody in your life. Yeah, look at you now. Where's your praise? Where? Yeah, see, God don't care about you. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines from my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood, and on which it was borne upon, of the one with his right hand and the other with his left. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death was more than they which he slew in his life. Because his strength was in him. He realized that he still had the strength. I want to encourage you today, no matter what you're going through, your strength, your hope, your help is still inside of you. Just because you have melodies doesn't mean the Holy Ghost left. Jesus says, Behold, I give you power. To tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall hurt you. It's inside of you. Amen. As Job said in the 14th chapter, for there is hope of a tree. If it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branches there will not cease. Though the roots there are waxed old in the earth, and though the stock thereof die in the ground, yet through the sin of water. It will bud and will bring forth balls like a plant. He says, no matter how low you think you are, just feel out for Jesus. Just reach up to Jesus. Just stir up the gift. And see, don't you live again. See, don't you rise up again. And Jeremiah puts it this way in Lamentation 3.15. He hath filled me with bitterness. He hath made me drunken with wormwood. He hath also broken my teeth with gravel stone. He hath come
covered me with ashes, and thou hast removed my soul far off from peace. I forgot prosperity, and I said my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remember mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall. My soul have them still in remembrance, and is humbled in me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seek Him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. In other words, just hold on. He will come and will not tarry. That's why the writer says, Cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet in a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just has got to live by faith. If any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're none of them that draw back to perdition. We're them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you and to your children and to all that are fallen, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I come to tell you this morning, your hope is inside of you. Let's stay in this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning, amen. And you need the power of the Holy Ghost to be stirred up. Let me encourage you. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, uh, the promise is to you. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says if you repent, you shall receive the Holy Ghost and be baptized. In the name of Jesus, you shall receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is for you today. You need that power so it keeps telling you to go on. Hallelujah. Amen. If you need to stir up the gift again this morning, stir it up. Don't leave like you came in Jesus' name. There's a promise and a blessing you can claim. Amen. All you got to do is take it in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm opening these altars this morning. Amen. If you want to come down here and pray, I'll pray with you. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, there's some water back here. I'll baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we'll get you on on that right road. We'll get you moving down the right pathway. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. These altars are open this morning. Praise God.